what fresh hell is this? Is the thought I have every single morning when I wake up. Why? Because I don't know how my body's going to be. I don't know if I'm going to pop something out. I start the countdown. How long do I have up before I go down? My right eye is just being sexy all the time because it's like permanently shut. So it is. What fresh hell is this every daggone day? Now, I'm sure that's what Ella was thinking this morning as I was zipping her up in her carrier. You see, Ella is a little bit plump compared to Emma. They're sisters born from the same letter. And my husband's been watching Ella. Ella doesn't, like if I go in the living room, if I sit on the couch, she immediately gets up from wherever she is to come. I gotta move my heating pad. Ooh, there we go. And she'll immediately come up to me from wherever she is and get into my lap because she is going to sit in my lap. There's, you know, come hella hot water, she's coming to sit in my lap. But for some reason, she doesn't seem to come back into the bedroom very often. She's the one that scratches the furniture every now and then. So I have to put mailing tape, you know, on the edges of the furniture because I do not like my furniture uh, messed up, you know, from cat scratching. Especially when they get, you know, cat food, the litter box changed whenever they want and all that good stuff. Don't ruin my furniture. But Ella, you know, kind of does her own thing. When she wants to be petted, she lets you know. And my husband's like, she's limping. And I said, no, she's not limping. She's just got a little extra weight. So it's a little bit of a waddle. And then I started watching her a little bit. I said, no, I think you're right. I think, I think she is limping. We need to do something. So we got down the carriers. And from my last experience getting her there, it almost caused a divorce because my husband was not having any parts. I mean, we chased her everywhere. She went under the bed. We'd get her. we have to push her out from under the bed. Then she'd get behind this and get behind that. There was just no doing it, right? So I knew today was not going to be a good day to put her in the kennel. We tried, and we said, screw it. It's not happening. So I called the vet, and I said, we need to sedate her. I said, I can't bring her into you without sedating her. And I've known this vet for a long time. I've followed her from wherever she's been because I just think the world of her. And I wish my medical doctors were as good to me as my vet. I've asked her oftentimes, could you not medicate me? And just take care of me because you're so kind. And after what she did for our cats, I'm starting to question. I think she could be very good for me. But she said, you know what, Christy? Let's medicate her. She goes, I'm going to um, give you some guabapentin. 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 That's what we take, right? Some of us do. And she says, sprinkle it on her food in the morning. And it'll kind of knock her out. And then you can get her in the kennel and we'll be good to go. So I went ahead and I had my husband put the kennels out. Now, when I it was time trying to get them ready, I sprayed catnip and everything in them, trying to entice her to, to go in, go into the kennels, go into the light. And she would have no parts of it. But Emma was getting all frisky and all happy and she's going into each kennel like, you know, Emma locks, checking out each one, which one's better for her. And it's because of Emma, I think, is why Ella's on Prozac. That's why she's gained so much weight and she's a little bit plump because she stresses her out. We have to have two separate litter boxes. And every time Ella uses the, the litter box, she cries and lets you know because she wants it clean immediately. And if it's not clean, she'll come and let you know so you can clean it before she uses it. 
very persnickety kitty, and that's fine. But she's all stressed out, so she's on Prozac. So Emma is, uh, you know, going through each kennel and just ready to go. I'm like, well, I hope she's like this when it's time to take her in for her yearlies. And when I talk to the vet, she goes, you just get Ella in here and we'll go ahead and take care of her yearlies and we'll see how things go. So I have my husband keep the kennels down. So we go to sleep. I know I've got to get up in the morning because I need to medicate Ella. It doesn't matter how my body is. I am going to get up and I am going to do this task and everything will be fine. So I wake up. It's 4.30. I get my husband up. I go back to sleep. At 5.30, the alarm goes off. Must medicate Ella. Must medicate Ella. So I get up. It doesn't matter what I look like. I go straight to the kitchen. I get into the kitchen. And I'm like, medicate Ella. Medicate Ella. And my husband shows up. And he's like, you don't look so good. <laughs> I said, well, good morning to you. And I, I'm trying to get it. He goes, just get, keep your hair out of the cat food because I'm trying so hard to put the wet cat food in and I'm sprinkling the guava pitten on. Who, who would have thought, you know, sprinkling it on Ella's food. And I sit there and I get it all mixed up and I put it down on the floor for them, making sure I don't mix it up. And then my husband says, you need to go back to bed. My right eye is just permanently shut. As a matter of fact, it's now 1030 and my eye is still at best trying to stay open. And I've already been to PT and everything. But for whatever reason, my, my right side wasn't doing right. What was happening was my left QL was bunching up. It was bunching up and pulling my pelvis up on my left side, which was causing me to walk oddly. But because I hadn't done a bunch of house cleaning and stuff like that, I was just messed up on the left side. More to that. So I go ahead and I put the, the cat food on the floor. He gets me back to bed. And I had the alarm set for like another 30 minutes because I need to make sure Wyland gets up. And I remember my husband coming back to the bedroom to get my son up. And I said, yes, good morning, Wyland. It's time for you to get up. And back out I went. And then I remember kind of waking up again going, Wyland, I need you to get up. And he's like, I'm getting dressed, Mom. And I guess it had been about 20, 30 minutes and I just didn't know it. And then the next thing I know, he's telling me goodbye. My husband's telling me goodbye. He says he'll be right back. And I have the alarm set for 7.30. So that'll give me that much longer to sleep. And I need to get up at 7.30 because I need to see how Ella is because she's supposed to be getting sedated. And that way we can take her into the vet right before I go to physical therapy at 8 o'clock. So I get up at 7.30. I go, Chris. He's like, yeah, I'm here. I said, okay. I'm ready. Let's, we got to see where Ella is. I got to make sure because I can't lift her and carry her and put her to the truck. So he needs to do it. So I get up. I kind of brushed my hair. I was already dressed for PT. And I'm just uh, use the restroom and then I'm ready to go. Well, lo and behold, Ella, bless her heart, was asleep in the kennel. We did not have to pick her up and put her in there and fight her. Bless her little heart. She was asleep. And I snuck up on her and I lifted the lid. And as I started zipping, she woke up. And I knew she was immediately thinking, what fresh hell is this? Herself. <laughs> because she knew this meant no good. And But it, she fell into my trap. I was so happy because 
I just hated having to fight her because it just stresses her out even more. So I, we zip her up. My husband gets her there. And then I go off to PT and to the vet. And then I come back home to do a few things. I was a little bitchy when I left because I'm like, oh, people are coming to see about cleaning the house today and it's not clean enough. And I don't want people to see it because this is embarrassing. He says, I'm sorry, I'm not keeping the house good enough. I said, no, it's not you, it's me. I'm mad because I need to put the clothes up and I need to do this. So I was frustrated. So that frustration part of this illness kind of kicks in, but I done good. I got Ella to the vet. I'm waiting to find out what's happening there. And I thought to myself, wouldn't that be so nice if we could just be sedated and then wake up and everything just be hunky-dory. That would be super nice. And instead of waking up to something odd. But still, I just thought, wouldn't that be nice? And then I started thinking about it when I was in PT. I started bringing up all the things that my husband was worried about. He says, Christy, I'm worried. You're doing PT again and you're starting to get worse. Well, it's not so much that I'm getting worse. It's that my body is starting to react to the changes of proper posture. So what's happening is when I'm lying in the bed, when I feel comfortable, I'm like, ooh, ooh, hold on, look, I'm leaning, I'm pushing to the right, so I need to readjust and I have to push myself to the left and that makes me uncomfortable, which is causing me lower back pain, okay? And because I was listening like a good little patient this time. I didn't do any house cleaning. I kept to the bare minimum but from Monday to today, right? Because I wasn't going to have her having to readjust my right side because I messed it up doing housework and all that. I was just going to go in there with my body as close to proper posture as I could so she could keep working on that QL on the left side because that's the problem. The QL gets so bunched up because it's responsible for so many parts in our body. It's attached to so many other muscles. And it's responsible for our pelvis and the just so many things. So when I do stuff in improper posture, it causes it to kind of have this jerk reaction and my right side starts overcompensating, then the left side starts bunching up. Well, because I listened and I didn't do a bunch of household chores like I was told not to, I went in today and my pelvis was the most aligned that it has been since we started. She was able to solely work on my left side. Now, granted, my right piriformis is still tight and we've got to work on that. And I'm having issues with my neck and it's the muscles in the back. Like part of me thinks it's that dysautonomia situation. It's the occipital nerve, and I've got a problem with, with that is what I'm thinking. But what it is, is my neck muscles aren't strong enough, and my body doesn't have proper kinesthesia. And postural respiration, that therapy is all about proprioception for those that want to use that word instead of kinesthesia it's all about body awareness now you don't have to have eds to have an issue with body awareness Let, let's look at this example let's say uh your husband 
has a has a shoulder problem so he starts compensating because his shoulder's hurting and so his right shoulder's hurting he does more things with his left well he starts messing himself with his proprioception so what happens is is this therapy is also good for the individual that doesn't have eds because what's happened is because he has taught his left side to work harder than his right side because it was hurting he's thrown himself off balance so our bodies are asymmetrical instead of symmetrical i hope i'm right i know my husband will correct me if i am wrong but what is happening is he's thrown his body off balance so it's easier to fix people with that situation than it is us because we have so much laxity our our pelvises our joints our everything want to go in the other direction as opposed to staying in the proper direction so even though we are learning how to put our bodies into proper posture we will forever be correcting okay and so far i have noticed so much improvement and my husband he only sees because see when cindy hartman sees me and hopefully i'm gonna ask her about seeing if she wants to come on the program and chat with us because she has a lot of great information but what is happening is she sees me first thing in the morning and when i can get up out of bed and i'm moving those are my best times. The end of the day is when you don't want anything to do with me. And my husband is seeing me from beginning to end. And last night we were trying to go into the store and he's like, we need to get your crutches. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Because I don't want my crutches. I'm stubborn, right? No, no crutches. And he said, we need to get your crutches. I said, I'll be just fine because this is my favorite store. We go in every Tuesday. They put their boneless breast of chicken and their ground chuck on special for $2.99 a pound. And that's a great deal. And so I go in there and I splurge and I get, you know, my chicken and my hamburger. And then you can go around and get, um, you know, fancy little bread and, and, and like bow tie pasta. And they've got the best herb roasted potato salad, but that's a treat for me. And I like to be able to walk through the store and I hadn't been able to do so in a long time. So I was bound and determined to do that last night. But what was happening was as the day goes, because I do some things still, you know, brushing my teeth, cooking, going to the store, walking around the house, because I'm still not completely in proper posture, that left QL was where I messed up, keeps slowly tightening up throughout the day. That is why I cannot be bending down and dusting and vacuuming and sweeping and doing the laundry and things like that. And sadly, I, I, I realized it today. Now, granted, you could have told me this last week, and I know they did. But it takes a while for it to get to this hard-headed me. And I realized, because I tested it, I have to, like, see it in order to believe it kind of thing. And what is that, from the show me state? I'm from Minnesota. Is it Minnesota? It's the show me state. Isn't that, that's a state, right? Mississippi, yeah, Minnesota, the show me. Whatever, there's a show me state. So show me. So I just feel like if I don't listen to Cindy Hartman and I don't oblige 
to what I said I was going to do, it is just going to take longer and cost us more money. And I can't do that to my family. Just cannot do that. And it would be selfish of me. So I realized what it was like to live a day. Cindy told me, don't do anything different today that you did from Monday. She goes, keep it up. She goes, don't you dare go home. I see it in your eyes. Don't you dare go home and clean. She goes, don't you do it. <laughs> don't you do it. And I realized how important this is. Because unfortunately, we're not that quick, easy fix. You can't sprinkle something over my food and let me go to sleep and then wake up and have everything corrected as much as I would love it to be possible. It's just not possible. And in order for us to be fixed, it takes learning. Like right now, I just realized I'm pushing my pelvis to the right. So I just had to stop and push it to the left. But the thing is, is I'm noticing that I'm starting to hurt. I never had that before. So that's a positive. And yes, I am going to go down in the day. But think of how much better I've gotten. I am going to have to take pain medication. Why? Because it's stupid to hurt if you don't have to. But I'm not abusing it. I'm not part of the opioid situation. And sadly, it has affected the pet population. Did you know that the pharmacies in the vet's office now have to give a note saying, we no longer have tramadol. We, we can only give you seven days. And if there's like hyacodone that they give for coughs, we can only give seven day supplies. And if you're gonna have a prescription for your pet, it has to be picked up in person. We're sorry, but the opioid, and I'm not laughing because there's an opioid epidemic. I'm laughing because it's affected our pet population because apparently people are taking their pet's medication for themselves. And I, I did that one time. I was giving our dog Dottie her medication and I'm allergic to NSAIDs and it was an NSAID and I was doing what I'm doing. I'm sitting here doing this and doing that. And I had a baby Wyland instead of a 15 year old manly, still my baby boy Wyland. And I'm sitting there doing this and doing that. And I just instinctively popped the pills into my mouth. And about five seconds later, I realized I swallowed the pets, you know, Dottie's drugs. So I called the vet. And I said, I took my dog's pills. I'm allergic. What do, what do I do? And so I guess, you know, they give my, my dog, Bo, my pet poodle used to have to be on diazepam. And, and, and that's a relax. And so, and, and Ella's on Prozac. So they do get human medications. And I pick her stuff up from our pharmacy because it's a compound medication. We put a little cream in her ear. So, I guess people are doing unsightly things. They're taking the medication for themselves. So now the, the pets are now affected by the opioid epidemic. But I myself, you know, like I've said, I keep everything in a safe. And I take out my allotted amount for the day. And that's what I have. No more, no less. And there you go. And Lord knows if I lose the combination because I'm the only one that has it. I'm not getting into them, but I try very hard to monitor myself, but I'm still going to need pain medication. Now today, I don't feel as brain foggy and as lost as I did yesterday. 
So that helps me realize that maybe I don't need that antidepressant. You know, I, I'm just not ready to go that route yet. I don't know. Still working on this bromide. Still trying to see if this is the way to go. I also feel a lot better because when I went to physical therapy, although she told me, she says, Christy, you know, Medicare, because that's what I'm on. She goes, they only have but so many visits before, you know, like 21 visits. And then that's it. I said, can I cash? Can I self-pay? She says, yeah, you can. I said, well, I really don't want to go that route. I said, but I've got to get better. And I said, and if I only go the allotted time the insurance allows me to, and then I have to wait until the next year, I'm never going to get better. I said, well, the other modalities that I were doing are coming to a close and I don't need them as often. I said, we're not made of money, but I said, I'll make it work because I have to get better. Because although I don't want to keep researching EDS and finding out what more things I have, I have to realize that I'm evolving every day. Now, I went from being super flexible and popular at parties to bedridden with no warning. I lived with endometriosis. I lived with heavy periods. I lived with bad posture. I lived with all the issues that I had. It wasn't until after my pregnancy that my body stopped. And in 2021, it just stopped altogether. So had I known about all this, I could have been doing fascial remodeling for the 15 years, you know, after my pregnancy, but I did not know. Henceforth, the podcast. We got to, we've got to share. We've got to let everybody know what's coming up in their lives so they can protect themselves so they don't get to the point that they're immobile. So I have to look at it as this is an ever-evolving illness. So in 2021, I lost my ability to walk and talk. I got my abilities back, and now I'm retraining myself on how to walk and talk properly. Then, once I got those abilities back, I had to figure out I have to strengthen. So that's the next step. Now, my neck, because I'm trying to do this turtle exercise, I can't do it and incorporate my neck into it as well. So what I am trying to do is learn how to properly use my neck. And that's super hard as well. But this is ever evolving. So I'm going to learn. Hey, how are you? I'm almost done. Love you. Oh, thank you. I was doing your I was doing the vitamins. There we go. So that's the thing. My husband just popped home. It's an ever evolving illness. So even though my husband thought I was worse and he was thinking that the PT was making me worse, it's not. My body is adapting to these changes. My body is is trying to accept being put in proper posture and maintaining that proper posture. So I'm not just constantly researching this is the next thing that's going to happen to me and this, that, and the other. What I'm trying to do is stay to the positive, stay to the good, trying to combat and get rid of these symptoms as they come up. So since I know that I have a problem with proper, proper posture, and this is what I'm trying to fix. Once I get my body trained, and once I get to the point that 
where not having to adjust my right side anymore because I screwed it up by doing housework and things I wasn't supposed to do, if I can have more visits like today, I walk out like I've had a five-hour energy drink and a Red Bull as opposed to my body just hurting because we had to correct my right side. It has taken a long time for me to evolve and understand and accept and figure out what's happening to my body. Yet another reason why we've got AWOL Zebra. So we can learn together. And I do have dreams and my husband knows it and he's trying to help me. I do. I want the AWOL Zebra Foundation. I want to do something where we can help others because it's ridiculous that it has taken so long for this to happen in my life. And I'm sure you're out there too thinking, wow, you know, if somebody had told me about my QL muscle a while back, I could have been working on that a lot better than I am right now. You know, little things like that. And it's more than just a QL muscle. There's more to it. But I'm just trying to give you a little bit of hope so that you can investigate and come up with your own path to live in your best life with this illness. So sadly, as it is very hard for me to admit, I have to have more days like I had from Monday to today so that we can keep unbunching my QL muscle because Every time I get up right now, every time I'm sitting and I'm in improper posture, it's causing my left side QL to tighten up. And because of that, we need to stay focused and keep working. And that is what we are going to do. Together, we are going to make a difference. And Emma just got afraid because somebody knocked at the door and now she got afraid and jumped up the wall and now I'm upset, young lady. And now I've got to go tend to that. But instead of waking up every morning and thinking, what fresh hell is this? Just keep thinking to yourself, I'm gonna make it through today and it's gonna be a better day. And I'm gonna enjoy every minute of it I can. Christy Lanhanchi, AWOL Zebra, thank you for sharing your time with me. Have a lovely day.